0: Everybody, welcome to episode 40 of Tunes Mate,
1: and like to welcome Ty, friend of the show, helping us out on our episode today. Hi guys, I I think I logged in a week early. Is this is this the right show? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Mark. We don't know. (laughs) And I'm
0: Ray. Uh, Ray. Ty, what's interesting is this week had an opportunity to interview a musician. His name is Hal Walker. And a friend of mine said you got to check out this guy. He has been blowing up all over social media, Instagram, TikTok, and he's from Kent, Ohio. Mm-hmm. He has a couple things. He does a Sunday night music night on YouTube where he plays along, and you can do song requests, and he'll play his piano. He'll take requests. He also has, I believe, like 82 episodes where he interviews musicians and plays along with them so he's actually a professional harmonica player and also a music teacher but the thing that was most interesting is lately he found a instrument called the can that he recorded some small segments on TikTok and from that all he I think he's close to almost like a million followers and i guess some music producers have sampled the sound it's now being remixed in some some hip-hop songs and it's just amazing how finding a very unique instrument and all of a sudden bam you can blow up on all these social media platforms
2: yeah that's i mean that's kind of part of what we we continually talk about right is this idea that one of the features of music is that there's room for uh There's room for innovation. There's room for finding things and finding new things, and consistently, pop music is a is a place where that stuff can be explored. And you can you can you can find something that just happens to take off because it, it's interesting or it's useful or it's you know it it connects to people in some way.
0: I mean, what was that thing recently? The guy that was drinking a cranberry ocean spray on a skateboard, and he it was like a right Fleetwood Mac song
2: yeah the guy uh where was he at in Oregon or Washington and he was uh he was drinking ocean spray apple juice or and um i mean that became viral right you had even Mick Fleetwood doing it when it was to dreams right the the Fleetwood yes. Mac song and and i mean dreams hit the top 40 again because it was it was getting played so much and watched so much and and all kinds of folks including the members of Fleetwood Mac were doing their own version of the ocean spray video.
0: It's it's just, it's crazy how you a music thread like that can just all of a sudden overnight. And that's, I guess that's the power of the internet and that's the power. I mean, I guess that's why they call it viral. Something happens. And all of a sudden, you know, overnight you, you know, something that was just lying underneath of a rock (laughs) now is, is completely, you know, taking over pop culture.
1: Yeah, I think that probably the part of that is just the part that because it's people kind of discovering it on their own, at least to begin with. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's the feeling that you're participating in a way, even if you're not creating anything necessarily, but you know, finding this stuff is your way of participating with it, rather than having somebody hand it to you over a radio or over television.
2: Yeah, I think you're. I think that's a great connection that idea yeah. of participation uh, you know in the study of popular culture we talk about participatory culture and and that's a you know that's a it's a major area of study within looking at fandom and and how the the circulation and distribution of popular culture works and that that idea that we feel like when we can participate we identify even more we feel like we're part of the phenomenon like you said we're not making the music or we're not actually creating it but we're not producing it but we feel like we're part of that production cycle and it just makes us mu- that much more invested in the the experience and the future of this phenomenon whatever it is
1: sure and you can join in it at whatever level you feel like like you can you can uh you can just like it you know you can find it and, and enjoy it and share it or you can share it you can make your own version of it to whatever extent you're able to or want to and then share it and share that again, too. And that's I think amazing. that's what makes I think that's what makes it stick in is like at any time, you know, maybe you could jump in and participate as well if you wanted to. Yeah. So it's that it's making it your own that attracts, attracts, pulls you in. Or even the idea just that it could be your own, even if even even if you don't, you know, it could be mm-hmm. you could be part of it if you wanted to.
0: That was it. Now I'm the number one, you know, Fleetwood Mac fan. I didn't even know who they were the
1: day, you know, day before. Oh, uh, yeah, uh most of TikTok probably didn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not saying, I'm just saying they're they're significantly, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a younger crowd. Yep. They where where are well, they where, that, where are they going to where are they going to know Fleetwood Mac from unless they're watching uh, you know, unless they're watching the the special they run every uh every 3 months on on PBS or something when they're doing Pledge. <laughs> They're watching the Pledge special.
2: You're even too young to have remembered the Glee episode about it from like 10 years ago, too. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's true.
0: (laughs) Well, they always find a way to to come back in culture. Well, I'm going to turn it over to Hal, and we'll come on back after the break and wrap it up. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tunes, mate. I've got the honor of
3: being joined by Mr. Hal Walker. Hal, how are you? Hey, good to hear you, Mark. I'm... I'm doing pretty well. Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah,
0: no problem. I know I was recently introduced to your music, and I have just been continually captivated about all the things that you're doing, You know, your music exploration and your, your series that you're running on YouTube where you're introducing musicians. And so I guess the first question that came to me is, so I saw that you grew up in Kent, Ohio, and you've been playing the harmonica. Yeah, And I wondered, was that the first instrument or was there something else that catapulted you into this?
3: Yeah. The harmonica really introduced me to the world of my own music. I grew up taking piano lessons. I was, you know, I was pretty good at playing Scott Joplin and show a little bit of Chopin and some Beethoven. And I did that all through high school. And then I went away to college and for the first time discovered the world of like a drum circle, you know, a bunch of these hippie, new hippie friends in 1984, sitting around playing, uh, playing drums. And I was like, wow, you can just, I can just sit here with a drum and make up rhythms. And it was also in college. I mean, I had played a harmonica as a kid playing Oh Susanna and Amazing Grace, but in college for the first time I discovered wandering around the city of Chicago, looking for parking garages and, and stairwells. And I discovered the blues harmonica. And I could just go into one of those stairwells and just start making up music. And it really was the beginning of my explorations of music, was that harmonica. Just those two choices of blow and draw and, uh, and all the possibilities that come with that. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but do you still consider yourself a musical explorer? Yeah, that's one of the phrases. Or phrases mm-hmm. I use. I'm Hal Walker, singer, songwriter, and musical explorer, because I uh, I play. It's hard to hard to put a name to my music, and I I just explore. I explore instruments, and you know, one of the just in the last year in the pandemic, one instrument I play. It's the grandmother of the harmonica. It's this uh, mouth organ called the can, and I've played it since about two thousand seven and uh just in 2020 as i became active on tiktok and and more active on youtube i have i am now world a world renowned can player and it's thanks to all my years of playing the harmonica and learning how to make rhythms and make music with my breath that i picked up this mouth organ and started playing funky rhythms and now it's amazing the the kind of the kind of reach i'm having you know, I put a video up a couple of weeks ago, in, in overnight, of me playing the can, and within 24 hours, it had three million views. So, oh my gosh! I, <laughs> you know, people all around the world now know me as Hal Walker, the can player. So, it's kind of exciting. One of the benefits of of finding a unique instrument that nobody else plays. Yeah, how did you stumble upon that instrument? Well, that's a good question. I uh, I live in Kent, Ohio, and we have an ethnomusicology department at Kent State. And one of the teachers is Dr. Terry Miller and a friend of mine was house sitting for Dr. Terry Miller and he invited me over to do some music. And as I was at Miss Dr. Miller's house, I saw over in the corner, this interesting looking instrument that I'd never seen before. And I picked one up and started immediately started playing harmonica rhythms on it. And it was really love at, at first sight. I just couldn't believe that I could not believe this, this instrument actually existed. And I just needed to have one. So uh, within a couple of years, I traveled to remote villages of northeast Thailand with D- Dr. Miller, and I met some of the makers of the can. And I brought home some cans. And uh, there, believe it or not, there are very few makers still living. It's a very difficult instrument to acquire. You can't just go on Amazon and buy a can. <laughs> you have to know that you have to know a maker in a remote village. And I've been fortunate enough to uh, have a few nice ones. That's amazing. So yeah. you truly have embraced
0: the musical explorer because you've journeyed yeah. <laughs> to other parts of the world to grab hold of this instrument that you fell in love with. And now yeah. it's led you to transforming your career on TikTok.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's amazing. Which has led me to transforming my career now on Instagram. Within the last week, I've gotten 22,000 new followers on Instagram. For some reason, it was kind of a slow, it was kind of a hmm. slow, uh, Instagram was not picking up on my vibe like TikTok was. But just, to, just about 10 days ago, one video took off, got a couple million views. And now I'm really enjoying the, uh, the new fan base over on Instagram. And, and nice. interestingly enough, my fan base is enti- is ni- 85% male and mostly within the 16 to 24 mm. age range. So there's something about the way I'm playing music that young people are just, they think it sounds like video game music or they think it sounds like hip hop music and they all wanna make a beat with it, but it's me just playing these traditional instruments in the way that mm-hmm. I've always so played. So your approach them. to the can is to add
0: some harmonica, I guess, iterations or vibe to that instrument and that has struck a chord with a very specific
3: generation yes it's true can i give you just a quick sample of what i'm talking about yes so like for here's a here's a a harmonica rhythm that i've been playing for many years (laughs) So you can hear, it's all just rhythms I'm making mm-hmm. with my mouth. I'm going. And when I pick up a melodious can, which you can't see it, but this is about a four foot long. It's, uh, it's about, it's 16 pipes that are held together by this, by this wooden uh, chamber and the pipes are about four, three to four foot high and I cover holes to make the sound. So I'm gonna just cover some random holes and make that same rhythm. have some can music for you that's excellent (laughs) that's amazing how you started
0: thinking about why that very specific i guess subset of your audience is attracted to it and that is fascinating how something that i know you said that you traveled and there's some history behind this instrument but this instrument has been around for i would assume thousands of years thousands of years and obviously video games (laughs) hasn't so Right and now you're, you've been able to transcend into a new audience, and that is an interesting question. Is outside of this instrument, there's anything else that you've been playing around with that you've even seen anything close to the astronomical success of of the can?
3: Well, not really. You know, essentially, I'm a singer and a songwriter. You know, that was what I was supposed to be, and that's what I've been for many years. And my concerts you know, I, I, I write songs and, uh, and I, I love the, I love the creative process of writing songs and I play the guitar and piano to accompany myself on songs. And, uh, so for many years, that's what I've thought of my, I guess my gigs have always been a nice combination of songs with these, uh, unique, unique instruments Mm -hmm. that I play in a very modern, you know, traditional instruments that I play in a very modern way. So, uh, but, you know, my, on Spotify, you know, I've got some canned pieces with hundreds of thousands of listens, but my singing, my vocal songs are just a few listens. So, you know, the generation that is on Spotify, the generations that's on Instagram and TikTok, they have not particularly been drawn to my singer songwriter side, but they're absolutely loving this other side of funky rhythms on unique instruments. That's so cool. And I, I know I've seen you've, you've had, is it like a Sunday
0: night sing-along? you've had in uh-huh. the past so you know you could join in and i know you've you know worked your magic on the vibe you know doing that that is that is fascinating how you know you started a career one direction you've gone another but your true love is still you know trying all these you know eclectic um, instruments mm-hmm. and trying to to find out you know, how to integrate them
3: into your style yeah that's right in, in, and I've had several unique instruments just come my way. Like it's, for instance, the way that the fact that the, I just happened to live in a town where, uh, where one of the renowned scholars of Northeast Thai music lives in my town. So that was, you know, my good fortune that I, that I happen to be at his house and see those cans. And another instrument I play is the Banakulas or the Tel Aviv, or the Asalato. It's an African rhythm instrument. And I was walking down the street in downtown Kent about almost 20 years ago now. It's hard to believe. But a friend of mine had been in Africa, and he he was moving. He was on his way. he He had visited Africa, and he was on his way to move to California. But he lived in my town. And he was in town for just two days and I happened to be in downtown Kent, and I saw him walking down the street playing this amazing instrument called the bonacula. And it's these two, two seed pods that are tied together with a string, and you juggle them, and you spin them, and you make syncopated mm-hmm. rhythms. And it's just a fascinating instrument to see. And there, I, there he was running, walking down the street, and I ran across. I said, Drummer Joe, what are those? And he, I think he said the word bonacula. And I said, I have to have one. So he set me up with one pair of Bonaculas and, uh, you know, within with, it took me about a week to learn the basic rhythm. And then the Bonacula became the centerpiece for my school program called music that fits in your pocket. And I've kind of become Bonacula is now my, my username on TikTok. And I've just, uh, I've become a, one of the spokespeople for this amazing instrument. Yeah. And I've seen a couple of videos where you can play them along with a harmonica.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's, that's one of my specialties. Yeah, I love that. It is fascinating music itself. And that's what I started thinking about is, you know, the whole goal of Tunes Made is to guide our listenership to explore new music, things they haven't thought about before. And I really think the way you're approaching your music is so unique that I think the listener's would be fascinated because not only you have the, you know, your singer songwriter side, but then you have this musical inspiration, you know, mm-hmm. looking into the can. So from your perspective, you know, now that you're, you're in this mode, has anything changed from the beginning of your career to now, the way you're, you
3: know, your inspiration toward what you do is, is there a core to everything that you're doing? Well, the big change happened in the pandemic. I have to say, mm-hmm. I, I have really struggled with getting my music out into the public. Like I, you know, I uh, I, I basically have been known in Northeast Ohio. I do a few concerts a year and I do a lot of school concerts. You know, I've really, I've done hundreds of school performances. So the fourth graders all around the state of Ohio might know me, but <laughs> it's been really a challenge to just reach out. And the pandemic happened, or actually Jan. I was at an assembly I was doing a school assembly in 2019 and a fifth grader asked a question at the end of the program. She said, "Are you on TikTok?" and I said, "No." And she said, "You should be." And I went home and I downloaded TikTok and on January 1st of 2020 I put my first video up there. And pretty soon after that I started blowing up on TikTok and you know today I have 600,000 followers on TikTok and my music, you know, if I put a video up, within minutes thousands of people are seeing my music. And, you know, in some cases, millions of people. So it's, that has been the transformation. It's like, suddenly I have this huge reach and this huge audience. So I guess I, and then that sort of also the pandemic brought about this idea. Like I, I really quite enjoy not leaving my house. You know, I'm kind of a homebody at heart. I'm, I've never, I'm not the kind of guy that wants to go tour around the whole, the world and play concerts. I'm, I have a garden and I have my house plants and I have my bed and my float tank. And, uh, I like, I like being home. So it's, it's been kind of a, it's been a a fun adventure for me to learn how to get to stream music from my home. And I have this show called this moment in music and I've done a Sunday night stream sing along. And so it's, it's, this is the pandemic has transformed my, uh, my career in many ways. Yeah. That's, I mean, Hats off to you, Hal, for adapting and finding
0: your your path. And I think it's interesting. You mentioned your show, uh, you know, this moment in music, and I really think it's interesting how you approach that show. And I always was
3: interested. What started you to to do that? Well, in two thousand nine, I joined YouTube, and I put one day. I said, I'm going to put a video up every Monday, and it's going to be called This Moment in Music, and I put one video up (laughs) and then 10 years passed. And, but I always had this in my mind. I said, how, why don't you just every Monday, just put something up on YouTube. And I just never got around to it. So then when, when the time came that I I knew that I needed to jump into the live streaming world, I had this idea on, it was a Saturday. I was just inspired. I said, I'm starting, I'm going to, I found some amazing software, some streaming software. I got the software. And I said, this Wednesday, I'm starting a show and it's called This Moment Music. And this is going to be episode one. And I came up with the tagline. It's a musical exploration of the creative process. And I called a friend of mine in California. I said, would you be my first guest? And we figured out Tuesday night, we figured out some of the tech and we got it all arranged. And then Wednesday, we pushed live and I had episode number one. At the beginning, I was doing three episodes a week, which was... I can't believe I was doing that with with guests and then, then I narrowed it back to two episodes a week. And in twenty twenty one it's been one episode a week. And to tell you the truth, right now I'm on I'm in the sabbatical. Mm-hmm. So there are no episodes happening right now, but I look forward to getting back to it.
0: Yeah. I mean it's been really inspiring the way you're using all the technology and being able to embrace it. And That does lead me to my next question, which is, you know, about. I just keep thinking about, you know, so you've used, you know, TikTok, Instagram, you know, YouTube. You've got the music out there. You're exploring, and. And Spotify. Oh, and Spotify, of course. I know you mentioned that earlier. What else are you thinking about right now, Hal?
3: Well, to to be honest, I am right now. I have some pretty significant health challenges Mm. that I am focused Mm -hmm. on, and uh, I'm taking a little. I'm taking a little breath just to rest, mm-hmm. but you know, I've got all kinds of big ideas in my That's head. That's good. And, you
0: know, I'm looking at your musical career. So, you know, you've, you've, you know, you talked about, you know, you started on harmonica. Now you've, you've got your can videos. You've had, you know, definitely your, your singer songwriter side. If somebody out there was like, Hey, I really want to understand what Hal Walker is all about. Obviously they can go to, your website, how Walker music, but is, is there some like defining thing you would tell, I guess, people out there that want to find out about how, where they should go?
3: Hmm. Well, right, right now the, you can, you can get a real quick taste of my music in 30 second, in 30 second uh, videos on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, just scroll through my Instagram page and you can get a sense of what's, what's happening these days. I would say really to get to know the, the kind of guy I am, watch this moment music, you know, there's 84 episodes, you can binge watch. <laughs> uh, and it's really, it's, I, I feel like it's really, got a nice flavor to it. And it's a lot of the flavors is me as a musician. And in the fun thing in it, with every episode, I find some way to collaborate with the artist. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll use some of their music and add, add something that is really my prize. Uh, possession now is those 84, 84 episodes of this moment music. The hard thing is to get people to actually sit and watch a half hour of screen time with all the other, with all the other things there are to watch. Yeah, there definitely
0: is a challenge. And you know, I know there's studies out there about attention span. I think the last one I saw was the average end user has like seven seconds of attention span, then they're off to the next. <laughs> who knows? It's probably lower than that now. <laughs> And sadly, I'm one of those people with a low experience. And that's that's why, you know, trying to keep people engaged. And I think you're you're hitting in all the you know, all the channels out there that are available to, to folks. So, you know, it's one of those things where as you continue to evolve, I know I'm gonna, you know, keep watching what you're producing. I've been inspired just by the your your sheer exploration and curiosity with finding new musical instruments. One last question for you, Hal is from all the musical instruments is there still one that you've you've got on your horizon that one day you're like i must
3: have this musical instrument is there still something that you're seeking my most recent interest is the claw hammer banjo i have a mm. banjo and uh there's the whole world of clawhammer, traditional claw hammer music and i've i've just sort of entered into that and i the other you know you can, you might find me someday sitting on my front porch <laughs> playing the banjo and it's very calming. It's very, uh, it's very enjoyable. And uh, that's been my latest call is the banjo. I don't think I'm going to be buying any more instruments. So I'm, I'm <laughs> I've pretty much cut myself off. You know, I have enough instruments. I need, you know, I, if I were to focus, I could spend a whole lifetime focusing on any one of them and uh, I don't need any more. Well, you've definitely put a dent in the universe when it
0: comes to exploring instruments and really being that true musical explorer and i've been inspired and for all those listeners out there please follow how you heard them all all those channels you know i could probably recite them all off but i'll do it anyway so instagram <laughs> TikTok, spotify youtube and of course your website you can find out more about how
3: although my website is is ancient history now it's like 2006 i think or no it's 2016 which is ancient history and website yeah it's like fashion
0: (laughs) You know, it's like you you're on to the
3: next one doesn't last too long these days i need i need an upgrade i need a website upgrade i'm actually talking to a guy just yesterday about that so
0: i put positive vibes in your corner as you continue to grow your musical career and Any parting words out there for anyone that is interested in learning more about Hal and anything you're doing in the future?
3: Well, uh, let's see. What I will say is, uh, you know, find a musical instrument and see what, start exploring the rhythms. A lot of my music is very rhythmical based. I will uh, just play this little something. For instance, here's the can. I'm covering one, three holes, and they're all Ds. And then I cover some random holes. my getting to be famous tune good stuff i was nodding
0: along to it (laughs) put you in a good mood so appreciate you sharing your music vibes today and getting people electrified and please follow hal discover more about his musical journey and i appreciate you being a guest on tunesmate today
3: well it was really nice talking with you mark I, i appreciate you thank you Hal.
0: Well, you know, the the one thing that fascinated me was that Hal was talking about, we talked about this at the beginning, but he said his biggest demographic on Instagram that he recently discovered was that, you know, kind of 24 to, you know, 28 year old male, which is Hmm. fascinating that, you know, this, this ancient musical instrument that to his knowledge, there's only like a handful of them that exist in the world. He had to travel specifically and find the, the makers of this instrument, the can to make one just for him. And then he traveled back. So it's fascinating that this phenomenon. And I think we're saying that, that this demographic has gravitated toward this sound. It's a very unique sound. It, it, it's I can't even describe it. It, it's, it does sound like if there could be a way to re- produce electronica-based sound on a wind instrument, this is how you would do it.
2: Yeah, you know, it's interesting then the idea of, you know, who this even takes off with then. So, like you said, and that may be a as much a, um, a reflection of the demographic who tends to use TikTok or who uses um, whatever, you know, medium... You get connected with. You know, it's interesting though that and that he would take off there. I was reading a little bit about him because he, you know, he he's really big with uh, music in schools too, and so you know, there's a whole part of his career that's based in working with kids and teaching music and teaching um, the the value of music and the importance of music and and working with with kids. And so then this this idea that he then you know he's growing to 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 reach out to other audiences as well.
0: Yeah, and I think that is a key point is its music education and connecting. That's what he said. I mean, in the interview he he said, well, he was teaching music at a school and during a question and answer session, I think it was a fifth grader said, "Are you on TikTok?" <laughs> he's like, "Well, I guess I should be." <laughs> and and then next thing you know, you know, he's He's producing, you know, very unique content. And I think that's, I think that's with anything though. I mean, if it's unique enough and just like you were saying, Ty, if you can, you can like it, maybe you want to go as far as, you know, interacting with it, remixing it. There's a connection there, especially if it's a a very unique sound and
1: a unique message. Yeah. I mean, people like the chance that they can, join in on something new if you feel like you feel like you're there at the start of something in a way. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and I think that that, that blends really well. I mean, music as a, as a uh, form of art has always been very participatory, right? So we go back, you know, we can go way back to the beginnings of our understandings of music and, and follow right on through the, the ages. Um, you know, music has been, a form that's used in crowds. Uh, There are long histories from all different cultures of uh, like call and response or, um, you know, having elements of, you may have a central performer or a central set of performers. And there, there are certain types of venues where that's it. There's certainly a long, long traditions of the audience is part, becomes part of the performance, whether it's, Hey, you know I'm going to hold the microphone out, and you're going to sing the song, the words of the song, because I know you all know the song from hearing it, and that's why you're here at my concert. Whether it's uh, religious ceremonies where there are elements where um, the 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 officiant at the ceremony says things or sings things, and then the audience falls in, or then we sing certain songs together. Uh, whether it's it's simply uh, gatherings of people, and hey, we get together, and this is what we do, right? And, and you know, this is going way back to. Um, uh, traditions where we had a few wind instruments or drums or other types of things and and somebody was playing and we we, we chanted songs or we sang songs that went along with this, right on through to to um, looking at music that soldiers would sing at war, you know, songs that they they sang to pass time together, uh, right on through to things like karaoke, right where we all get you know, we, we're together and we all sing, right. And so this is all, uh, music as a form has been very participatory, and so it it very much falls in line with
0: that. Yeah, and you made me think of something that recently, this, maybe a few years ago. Joe Satriani, big fan of his instrumental music. Well, you know he's been around since the '80s, made you know tons of records. I don't want to say tons, but at least at least a dozen records, something like that. And recently, he put out an album where he had a song called "Crowd Chant," where he would play a riff and then the crowd had to repeat it back. And he said, once he wrote that, he was like, I'm good. Now I've actually, I made a song where I can actually connect with the audience because most of his songs, you know, he's, he's playing a ballad or or something. It's really not a song I I could sing along to in a way where I'm going back and forth with the audience. And I thought that was an interesting comment from a a virtuoso that said, well, I finally made it. I, I finally created a song I can interact with an audience
1: with. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, that he never, he didn't really get to do that before. As a, as a, as a instrumentalist, that he found a way to do that is, is incredible. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that sounds like fun. I kind of want to see that, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's a good tune. Crowd chant.
0: And uh, I think I saw him live play it one time. And yeah, it definitely is. It's one of those where it kind of wakes you up because, you know, the whole time you're listening, but especially at an you know, instrumental concert where, you know, he's got a couple songs, you know, Ray, I was a big fan of flying in a blue dream when he did, I believe, and some other songs, but you know, he really doesn't sing. So, <laughs> and now, now he could, you know, do that with his guitar and I, you know, bringing it back to Hal I think that, you know, when, when Hal approaches everything, it's always about, you know, exploring music and the love of music. And I think, as he continues to you know craft his style i think now you know singer songwriter educator now he's found a unique niche with you know the can and you know, being a social media presence so I, I think it's the power of music that just keeps pulling through and I, that's exactly what we want to keep doing here at tunes Mate. well as you're thinking about where to explore new music, keep us in mind all of our channels. Like us in well, like our blog, like our podcast and keep tuning in and we've got more things coming up. Maybe something even with our special guest today, maybe another episode in the future. Not sure.
1: That seems crazy. Maybe we should predict that. <laughs> seems seems nutty to me. I don't know where you would get anything like that. No, uh, ridiculous hmm. idea. Well, I guess
0: gives you more reason to stay tuned. So listen for our next episode and thank you for tuning in. And from all of us here at at tunes, mate, we've got Ty. Hey, good seeing you folks. Got Ray. I'm Ray. And I'm Mark. And we will see you next time.